Hey guys, what's up? And welcome to The Last Bachelor. And this is episode 22. Misogyny is everywhere. Well, the word anyway is very well known. Its behavior has been embedded in men for centuries, from our male-dominant history down to certain religions and cultures. By definition, misogyny is to have hatred, dislike, or mistrust of women, manifested in various forms, such as physical intimidation and abuse, sexual harassment and rape, social shunning and ostracism. That one means you treat them as outcasts and you toss them aside and exclude them, just in case you didn't know. I've stated in previous episodes insecurities and entitlements most men have. Misogyny is a dangerous trait where men loathe men and women for having a lifestyle they desire but have no luck in achieving. The mental impact of this reality drives these men to belittle women and tend to portray a bitches ain't shit attitude. This behavior extends deep and affects women ranging from inside the home to the workplace and institutions that are usually predominantly male. Creating an unequal America with an unfair gender wage gap and difficulties finding good medical care. Since the 17th century, men have been keeping women in their place. To be a woman with a voice or an opinion was a sign of disobedience and defiance to her male partner. You have to understand that for that time in history... A lot was based on religious beliefs, which depicted women to be untrustworthy and misleading. This era was all about women serve men and keep quiet. Many religions like Christianity, Buddhism, Islam, and Scientology, and including ancient Greek mythology, all promote gender roles and has hints of misogyny written all over them. Religions have been the patriarch of misogyny for centuries. Examples stem from stories like Pandora and Epimetheus to Adam and Eve. Some beliefs even came from the supernatural. Women were burnt at the stake, believed to be witches during the Salem witch trials of 1692. Men went to extreme measures to silence and control women. The classic fragile male ego. Today we call them fuckboys. Besides religious beliefs, There are also groups that view women as crooked by nature, dedicated to bashing women and men who don't agree with their outdated ideology. These groups called incels are groups of men who live their lives bashing strong, independent women. They find it a threat to their male dominance. Consider this Andrea Dorkin quote from 1997. Women are perceived to be appalling failures when we are sad. Women are pathetic when we are angry. Women are ridiculous when we are militant. Women are unpleasant when we are bitter. No matter what the cause, women are deranged when women want justice. Women are man-haters when women want accountability and respect from men. We are molded at an early age to behave dominant over women. Don't get me wrong, women love an assertive man, like I stated in previous episodes too. If you have ever heard a woman say jokingly, boy, you can't handle me, or something along the lines of, I need a man who can put me in my place. When she says this, 
It is not because she needs a man to be violent or aggressive with her to be able to make his point. She means she needs him to be grounded and be able to ground her without creating chaos. This is done with love, never anger. There should never be a reason that you should have to be evil towards a loved one, not even to teach them a lesson. Food for thought, fellas. Sometimes when I get on my social media, I notice some hateful rhetoric towards women. From happily married men, men with daughters, and even from women themselves. And sometimes it confuses me, like, how can you raise your daughter to have a voice and at the same time show you can't tolerate a wife or girlfriend with a voice or an opinion? It's almost as if some men don't want a loving, caring wife with a brain. Sounds insane to me. But even famous men of our past, such as Napoleon, was quoted to have said, Nature intended women to be our slaves. They are our property. Unfortunately, ladies, men like this still exist. In most cases, misogynists don't even know that they hate women. Misogyny is typically an unconscious hatred that men from early in life, often as a result of a trauma involving a female figure, they once trusted. An abusive or negligent mother, sister, teacher, or girlfriend can plant a seed deep down inside their subconscious, making them that way. Where I'm from, to be accepted by the crew, you had to talk the talk and walk the walk. Women are to bow down to men and never the opposite way around. Well, according to Dr. Barrett Brogard, woman haters unconsciously get off on treating women like shit. Every time they can put a woman down or hurt her feelings, they unconsciously feel good because deep down in their hidden brains, their bad behavior is rewarded with a dose of that pleasure chemical dopamine, which makes them want to repeat the behavior again and again. I didn't run with that for too long. I never was the type to follow suit. I quickly found out you catch more bees with honey and lots more. I don't believe a woman should bow down to a man. I don't believe a man should bow down to a woman. I believe they should both stand together, be strong together, and take on any obstacles together. That, to me, is a definition of a power couple. That's relationship goals. If you're a man who sees women as your equal, then this podcast is definitely for you. And if you're a woman who thinks men are and will always be misogynistic and sexist, I will encourage you to think again. Here are some signs to help you spot them. Although it may not be easy because these types present themselves with blinding charm and smooth moves. Actions will always speak louder than words. So let's run them down, shall we? Number one, he will zero in on a woman and choose her as his target. Her natural defenses may be down because he's flirtatious, exciting, fun, and charismatic at first. Number two. As time goes on, he begins to reveal a little Jekyll and Hyde personality. He may change quickly from irresistible to rude and from rude back to irresistible. And number three, he will make promises to women and often fail to keep them. But with the bros, on the other hand, he will almost always keep his word. Number four, 
He will be late for appointments and dates with women, but be punctual with men. Number five, his behavior towards women in general is grandiose, cocky, controlling, and self-centered. Number six, he is extremely competitive, especially with women. If a woman does better than him socially or professionally, he feels terrible. If a man does better, he may have mixed feelings about it, but he is able to look at the situation objectively. Ain't that some shit? Number seven, he will unknowingly treat women differently from men in workplace and social settings, allowing men various liberties for which he will criticize female colleagues, colleagues or friends. Number eight, he will be prepared, unconsciously of course, to use anything within his power to make women feel miserable. He may demand sex or withhold sex in his relationships, make jokes about women or put them down in public, borrow their ideas in professional contexts without giving them credit, or borrow money from them without paying them back. On a date, he will treat a woman opposite of how she prefers. For example, if she's an old-fashioned kind of girl that likes a gentleman, you know, who holds doors for her and, you know, orders for both and pays for the entire meal, he'll most likely treat her like one of his male buddies and then order for himself. And if she offers, he will have the audacity to let you pay the bill. In another way, if you're independent type who prefers to order your own meal and pay for your own meal, He will rudely order for both and pay the check while she's not even looking. Number 10. Sexually, he likes to control women and gives little or no attention to their sexual pleasure. He likes oral sex, but only as a recipient. His favorite position enables him to avoid looking at the woman in her eyes. Number 11. He will cheat on women he is dating or in a relationship with. Monogamy is the last thing he feels he owes a woman. And finally, number 12, he may suddenly disappear from a relationship without ending it, but may come back three months later with an explanation designed to lower the woman back. Stay woke, ladies. There's a bunch of fuckboys like that out there. These are just some of the tips, maybe not all the tips, that'll let you spot them a little much more easier. Because, like I said before, only actions can prove what you need to see. My closing quote comes from Betty Davis. When a man gives his opinion, he's a man. When a woman gives her opinion, she's a bitch. That sums it up pretty good. Before I go, let me give a huge shout out to the American people for choosing equality over misogyny. Congratulations to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for making history. You've been listening to The Last Bachelor. To the next episode.